0: Ayy, ayy,
1: ayy, 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 ayy. Welcome to Possibly Speaking, a podcast that explores the highest spheres of spiritual thought as they find expression in our lived experience. Here's our host and the Mashpia of the Light Revealed, by Joey Rosenfeld.
0: Hey, Chavra. Okay, so Be'ezras HaShem, we're going to continue our conversation about Yichid Tata. And again, just to reorient ourselves, instead of trying to live in a world of upper unity, where we contemplate the smoothness of all things, and the unity of all things, and the fluidity of all things, where things work without hiccup, where things are smooth without frustration, we can identify the reality of how many of us feel, which is that we don't live in that place. We live in a place of lower unity, of yichud tata, where the unity of God is revealed not in the smoothness of things, but rather the more difficult elements of life, the areas where we feel God's concealment, the areas where we don't feel connected. And we have these two positions of Shema Yisrael HaShem HaShem Echad and Baruch Shein Kavad Malchus lined up in front of us. We tend we tend to assume, and this is a, a general malady of what it means to be a human being, we tend to give value, utmost value to the smoothness of things, to things operating in a in a problemless, unified way of yichrila. And we relegate tata or the lower unity, to a secondary space of unfortunate, accidental symptoms of what it means to live in this world. Meaning to say, if I can't live in the ideal state of Yichad ilah, of the upper unity where things are operating smoothly and perfectly, then I have to deal with what I can, get what I can get, and live in the world of Yichad tata, even though that attitude is going to keep me stuck in the idea that Yichad ilah is always better to reach. But what Hasidus teaches us, and what experience teaches us, and what Amuna teaches us, is that it's not true. We're not dealing with a hierarchy. We're not dealing with an upper unity of Shema Yisrael HaShem al HaShem Echad, which represents a particular way of living life, which is better than Barushin Kavod Malchus V'ed. We're talking about two expressions of godliness in the world, both of which are fundamentally powerful and valuable which means that when we find ourselves stuck in the Yichud Tata type of experience, where we have to fight for the belief in unity, where we have to move through the concealment and cut through the thicket and the overgrowth that blocks unity from our eyes in order to come upon the secret whisper of Baruch Shein Kavod Marchuz that's not a secondary level of experience, but rather that is the essential vehicle in which I am meant to reveal HaKadosh Baruch in this moment. That Yichud Tata is not something lower than Yichud it's different than but then there's going to be a second counterintuitive point, which most of us will know intuitively, that not only is Yichud tata, the lower unity, on par with the upper unity of Yichud ilah, but there is a hidden intensity and a hidden power that comes about by way of finding God through Yichud Tata that makes it even more valuable and more powerful than Yichud ilah. And this is counterintuitive, because in truth, we would typically assume that unity is good, disunity bad. Light good, darkness bad. But if I don't have light and I don't have unity, then I might as well live in disunity or the darkness and reveal God there too. What Hasidus teaches us is that, no, in truth, hidden within the yichud tata experience, hidden within that limit level of encounter with the self and the friction of the self in relationship to the world, hidden within that space is a more powerful way of engaging with HaKadosh Baruch Hu's light. The yichud tata, when I can find Hashem in places of concealment, when I can find Hashem in places where He appears to be absent, the investiture, the desire, the yearning passion that burns with every ounce of expression to push through the concealment and reveal the light, represents the most powerful force that we have in our spiritual toolbox, which is serving Hashem when we encounter His apparent absence. the Lower unity provides an opportunity to not only find God in the heavens and to find God in unity and the abstract concepts, but rather it gives us the opportunity to find HaKadosh Baruch Hu specifically within the difficulties, specifically within those places that appear to be concealed, limited, and measured all of the halachos and synonyms that go along with Yichud Tata. There is a teaching brought down from the Mittler Rebbe, the second Lubavitcher Rebbe, talking about the Magid HaKadosh of Mezrich, that it was only towards the end of the Magid's days that he came to a full understanding, that he waited his whole life, so to speak, to work, to come to this understanding. What was that understanding? That understanding was the elevated status of the Yichud Tata over and above the Yichud That understanding that, yes, I can find God in unity and I can find God in disunity, but in truth, finding God in disunity is of a more potent and intense expression than finding God in unity. Because when I find God in my own experience, which appears to be devoid of the animating light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, in the silent Baruch Shein Kavon Malchus Salam V'Aed of it all, Not only am I revealing God, but I'm showing that even the concealment of God is not concealment. I'm showing that even the opposite of godliness is also expressive of godliness. And that's the upper hand given to Yicha that when I find Hashem in my day-to-day struggle, in the moment-to-moment struggle of what it means to be a human being, I am transforming every moment of struggle and concealment into a new base into a new opportunity to serve Akkadish Barakhu. And it's one thing to build a base out of beautiful materials. There's not such a novelty there. The Yukurila is obviously going to be a place to reveal Hashem, but to find Hashem in the murky territories of that pungent odor of the Barakshink and and Bahad, that's a kidish. That's a novelty. That's a novelty. That brings <coughs> pleasure to HaKadosh Baruch Hu <coughs> in a way that does not bring pleasure to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so to speak. There's a story that I came across recently and I shared recently as well, that when the Magad of Mezrich passed away, the Talmidim and the youngest or, or the deepest of them being the Balatanya. We're discussing the milos of the Rebbe, the things that the Rebbe used to do, discussing the certain techniques or engagements of their Rebbe. And they came to discuss what the what the Magid would do towards the end of his life, which was he would wake up early, go out to the outskirts of town, and wander around the swamps in order to listen to the sounds of the animals. And the Balatanya, when he was describing how his Rebbe, the Magid, would do this, he asked the Chavra Kadisha if anybody knows why, and nobody really knew why. Until the Balatanya answered, he says, I know why. The reason that my Rebbe, the Magid, would go out wandering around the swamps. Again, a swamp is a place of murkiness, of concealment. It's the swampland of the self. And the reason the Balatanya says that my Rebbe would go out there is because he wanted to hear the songs of the Svardeya. He wanted to hear the songs of the frogs. A somewhat enigmatic statement. But I think, B'Siyat dishmaya there's a way to understand this. Why is it that the Magid wanted to hear the songs, the music of the frogs? If we look in Parakshira, the book that describes the personal song that each and every species cries out to HaKadosh Baruch Hu with, we find that the song of the tsvadeya is Baruch Shem Kavod Maruchus l'ambad. That the song of the frog is the song of Baruch Shein. It's the ability to recognize the Yichid tata, the glory of HaKadosh Baruch Hu that comes not from the Beis but comes from the swamplands in eastern Ukraine and eastern Europe. And at that point, when we can understand towards the end of the Maggid's life, why it was that that the song of the frogs became so powerful, we can understand the value of being in the places that we are that we have the unique ability of revealing HaKadosh Baruch in a way that nobody else gets to reveal in, in the lowly places of our own mind. And nobody else has a low place in their mind quite like somebody else's place. Each and every one of us, when we go through those pockets of negativity or stuckness and we reveal godliness there... We are offering up a song of Baruch Shem Kavod that has never been offered before. And when we come to terms with our own song, with the ability to find Hakadosh Baruc in the Bashe in the Baruch Shem Kavod we begin to understand the elevated status of Yichud Tata over and above Yichudila.
1: Thank you for joining the Possibly Speaking family. Possibly Speaking is brought to you by the Light Revealed social media publisher, bringing messages of Jewish spirituality and recovery to whoever is looking for them. Our producer is Morty Schwartz. Our social media content team is Zoe Poznanski and Tahila Nasanian, and our music is by Zusho. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you can give us a review and subscribe on Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever else you get your podcasts. We love connecting with you, so please check out our website, TheLightRevealed.org, and feel free to email us and Rev Joey at TheLightRevealed at tlrfamily.org or private message us on Instagram or Facebook at The Light Revealed. Thanks for joining, and we wish you the most blessed day in only revealed ways.